0: and thank you for listening to episode 311 of 60mw i'm dave and this is another of our soundcheck interview shows and in this one i chatted with orianthe ahead of the release of her latest album oh which was released on november the 6th by frontiers music in this show you'll not only hear all about the new album hear a couple of great songs from it you'll also hear about how she played with michael jackson yes she was going to be on michael jackson's final this is it tour features of course in the documentary i couldn't resist having a chat about that we also talk about her new acoustic guitar from gibson about cooking and lots more there's a lot to fit in so sit back again turn it up and let's listen to one of the first songs from her latest album and it's orianthe and sinner's hymn thank you for, so much for joining me today as we sit here two days before the release of your latest album it's got to be an excited time for you surely
1: you have it there. i have the vinyl oh, <laughs> it arrived so good. it came yesterday so i'm actually holding it but yeah this record took 28 days to make um, with Marty frederickson and it's coming out on friday and i cannot wait for people to hear it i had to pop on the vinyl i haven't actually heard the vinyl yet but um CDs available too you can get them through Amazon and iTunes um, actually not iTunes for the CDs or these but these are on Amazon so people can pre-order now or get them on Friday so
0: I love that it's out on vinyl too I mean being, being I know school.
1: so am I so am I like, because that's a totally different experience um, you know I grew up listening to a lot of vinyls only basically my dad had an incredible vinyl collection so that was where I predominantly learned how to play you mm-hmm. know off Vinyls like Band of Gypsies, Abraxas, you know, Cream, um, any of that stuff. Freddie King, BB King, all that stuff, and um, and and so yeah. To me, it's like there's something very authentic and wonderful sounding that's just good for your soul and spirit when you hear vinyl, opposed to and even CD, opposed to like MP3s and stuff because it's oh, so yeah. compressed. You yeah. know, and I think that people don't really understand that. Being such a, a sound nerd, the way that I am, and. I, was brought up actually learning how to engineer things and, and all that stuff and working in studios, um, yeah, I'm pretty much a stub when it comes to just when I, the way I want to hear things. So I like bouncing drums analog too and all that kind of stuff in the studio sometimes um, and adding those sounds because growing up with that sound and then hearing the way music's, you know, kind of distributed these days, which is like to the masses through your iPhone and all that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's such difference in quality. There really is.
0: Oh, there is, yeah. And I was talking, I recorded a show with Jeff Scott Soto just the other night because his album's out the same day as yours as well. And the, the fact that Frontiers do such a good job releasing all, all of the music with vinyl and in different ways and everything and promoting it, it's so good to get to get music by artists such as yourself and have the choice of buying it in all these different ways. Yeah, I mean,
1: honestly, I'm, I'm really happy that Frontiers wanted to put it out on vinyl and CD. That made me very happy. <laughs> So um, I love them for that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's, it's been seven years since your previous album, too. I mean, it must be, again, such a great time to get new music for all your fans out there after, after you know, a seven-year wait.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a seven-year break by any means. I did a, a great record with Richie Sambora, RSO, oh, and yeah, yeah. I was really proud of. And then I toured with him and, and toured and did other things uh, with my band after that, doing a lot of corporate shows and uh, recording for other artists, Japanese artists, and different artists over here too. And um, and then I got in the studio and started working with different pop producers and hip hop producers and stuff like that. And then got to Nashville, met up with Marty last year, and we made this record last year. So this was already done like last last year and ready to go. Wow. And I had to change my whole team, and then everything was, you know, it, there's so much stuff that happens behind the scenes that people have no idea about. They just think, oh, she took seven years to make a new record. It's like, <laughs> no people i did not take my time it was a lot of different um scenarios but i've been working constantly oh yeah um and collaborating and doing different projects and you know different things and um creating guitars I have a brand new gibson i was gonna JG-600, ask about
0: that yeah oh wow is that looks for, amazing
1: oh uh, as you can see here he oh, has a 345 neck on a j200 body and i must say that it's one of my favorite acoustics um and you know the, the team there were incredible to work with in Montana and um, Robbie Jones and just the whole team. Um, this guitar will be available next year, and it's the first hybrid uh, that Gibson have ever done in history, which is freaking awesome. And um, and you can actually pre-order this guitar now too. So um, yeah, I'm really stoked about it. It's just it's incredible. It really is. So
0: oh, I'm gonna have. And to uh, I feel very
1: honored that they wanted to to work with
0: me. Oh so. yeah, I will. I will have to put a note in the show notes where people can pre-order that because I'm sure when people see how what a beautiful looking guitar that is, people are going to want to in, buy that.
1: Honestly, it's a piece of art, and this is why I want it to look. I mean, we've got crystals, we've got citrine and amethyst in the pit guard, lotus flowers. I mean, aside from all the, you know, regalia of how it looks, it plays great, and I hope it's in tune. <laughs> it's definitely like a lead guitar player's sort of acoustic like because i love j200s but you know it's like they have such a boat neck to them they were hard to play like leads on so this one has more like a a faster neck to do you know all the stuff all the leads and stuff you want to play so yeah i love it it's my favorite
0: Oh, I love watching you play as well because, you you know, you've been into music for so long that it's just it's an extension of yourself, isn't it, at this point?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm usually holding a guitar most of the time, sitting around. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this one, I don't know, there's something very inspiring about the way this guitar has been set up too. Like when you when you listen to it, it's a great, um, I don't know, just the way that the, the strings and everything that like, ring out, the way this pickup with our bags captures the entire body, sound when you plug it in like sometimes pickups don't do that they make it sound like this really thin sounding guitar and and i just really wanted to have that full body thing but also for it to cut through so we definitely worked on the mids with this so um it's kind of a foolproof acoustic too so if you're playing a corporate gig or something like that and you plug into the monitor usually the the sound guy's out to lunch or high or drunk (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna sound good so um, it doesn't matter what he's doing plug into your DI and you're good but you got your controls here. So I wanted to make it foolproof because I've had many experiences where that's happened and um, to save yourself from frustration. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How did all of that come about then for the very beginning of creating this guitar?
1: Um, I got a call from Gibson and they were really interested in collaborating on something. And because, you know, with PRS electrics and everything, you want to do something that was really different. But, uh, you know, Being offered a signature acoustic through gifts and guitars, that's freaking awesome. And I'm just very honored.
0: Very honored. Yeah, definitely. And for all the listeners uh, to this show that might not know, I mean, like you said earlier, you've always been busy, you know, no matter what project you're involved with. And you've toured with so many great people. And I know you, you must have been asked this to death, but I've got to ask you for the listeners to this show. Michael Jackson, you were due to play with him uh, for anybody that doesn't know. I I saw Michael Jackson back in 1988 on the Bad Tour. I was so looking forward to this tour. Uh, I was going to see him. I thought i will get to see him one last time. You're there. You're going to be on the guitar. And then, of course, everything happens. I mean, that must have been such an amazing experience just to get to the point where you didn't to do the rehearsals with him. Yeah,
1: that was wild. Really wild. Um, very honored. I mean, he reached out to me out of the blue, I mean, through MySpace, when MySpace was uh, oh, wow. <laughs> or existence in existence. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that was crazy going in there and auditioning for Michael and then being a part of something so huge for, like, three or four months of you know, creating this whole show with him um, and everybody. And it was just incredible times, and I will never forget it. And um, That would have been a hell of a show. And aside from that, you know, the world lost. One of the greatest entertainers ever. And, uh, he was a sweet person too. And, and getting to know him, um, the, the, the sad thing is, I mean, when, when, when he passed, you know, it was so sudden and, and shocking, you know, and he mm-hmm. was so excited about the whole tour and putting it out there for his fans and his kids too, and making a comeback. Um, but you know, he put so much into that show. He really did. And, um, uh, Yeah, so it was a lot of sadness that comes with that whole situation when I look back on it too. But um, at the same time, a lot of like joy as well because I just think of the good times everyone had. And and, uh, then I was kind of thrown into putting out my records straight after he passed. So I didn't really have time to kind of, um, you know, come to terms with everything. So the whole Believe era of me putting out According to You and all that. it was kind of like I was in this cloud, to be honest with you, for quite some time. And then it took till to Alice Cooper for me to really deal with what happened, I, I guess. And then, and then sort of go, oh, wow, that really happened. Like, you know what I mean? It was such yeah. a whirlwind because yeah. everything was just like full on. It was like crazy. Like, you, you do something like that. And then Interscope Records is like, we're putting out your record. So it's like full <laughs> on press tour, like, you know, people everywhere, craziness. And then you had the, had the, the eBayers that wanted, like, you know, it was, it was, way too much to be honest with you that time and just finding like centered you know just just some center and some stability in that situation was just mad to be honest so yeah
0: I think it says a lot about your playing though that he wanted you to be his guitarist I think it shows you know what what a great guitar player you are that he asked for you specifically Um, and you can see that even you know just in the this is it documentary and of course hearing it in all of your albums so Yeah, like you say, we lost one of the... um, Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I just
1: love playing, and and maybe he just saw that, but, you know, um, I love to inspire people when I play, and, you know, I want to stay inspired myself. And I'm a kid at heart. Like, you know, um, it's important to keep that childlike enthusiasm for playing and never lose that, because um, that's what comes with putting on old records. You know, it's like listening to Hendrix, and I was listening to just Hendrix and Buddy Miles the other day on, on vinyl. And that just blew my mind completely. Blew my mind, and it's like the first time I heard Hendrix was like a Band of Gypsies, in my living room. It's really young. That just blew my mind then. And then you know you re- revisit it like all this time after, and you go like it still makes me feel like a kid. Like I'm going, wow. This cleans this like gets you going. Like it, it, it's inspirational. It's um, takes you to church in you know, that kind mm-hmm. of music. It really does.
0: What's it like for you now that there's people putting your records on and they're thinking, like you've just been saying then about Hendrix, etc.? they're thinking that of you. What's that like for you?
1: I don't think about that. I don't think, <laughs> no way, no way, no, no, no. Um, you know, it's like I just, you know, I just play and I hope to inspire people, I hope to help people. Um, the songs I write, I want to write better songs, you know. I'm always trying to better myself as a writer. Um, I'm never going to stop until I'm, you know, like, super old and decrepit and like lose my mind <laughs> <laughs> and then we were like we don't want to hear
0: that shit anymore <laughs> we've well, got two great songs out already from the new album you've got S- sinner's hymn uh, and impulsive out and both the the music videos are on youtube too uh what was the thought process with those two songs putting those out first was that the record company or did you have a say in which songs to put out from the album
1: it was a label but I didn't have a problem with anything I sort of chose because I'm proud of the whole record. Mm-hmm. And Marty and I, we spoke about that. Uh, Marty Fredrickson, producer of the record. Yeah, um, We spoke about it and we're like, you know, we're just proud of every song. So whatever they're feeling would be the right move, um, go with it, you
0: know. You said this was put together a year ago. Have you already started the next album, maybe?
1: Yeah, quite possibly. That's great. <laughs> I, I've, I've been writing a lot. I don't, I haven't gotten in the studio or anything, but I have got a lot of songs I've been working on. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, music as well. I mean, I've got to touch on this as well. You really love cooking too, don't you?
1: Oh my god, yeah. I'm a big cook. I'm half Greek, so it's instilled when you're like even five years old. I'm with my Greek grandma, my eager, and we're cooking in the, you know, kitchen all the time, and and. That, for me, has been a meditation. So I'm going to do a cooking show at some point. I was talking to my so. sister yeah, the other day. Yeah. I'm like, we're going to do some crazy cooking show. and, and So we're going to set that up pretty soon. But um, I'm very much into health and fitness and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm a runner, too. I run, like, 10 miles a day, wow. um, 7 to 10 miles a day. And depending on, obviously, my mood and everything <laughs> uh, going on. But yeah, that helps me center myself a lot walking too. Um, I love walking for miles. It's a crazy thing with friends. We've gone on hikes. We've gone stuff like that. But there's something about, like, health, fitness, cooking, you know, just creating and just, you know, because you got to take care of yourself. Like, because mm. um, before when I was on, on the road and I didn't as much, right, so I didn't work out. I was drinking every night, hanging out with the boys, eating not crappy food but sometimes. Um, you feel like crap, yeah. do you know what I mean? And then you get sick more often and then and, – so once, and it's not like being vain or anything. It's just taking care of yourself as a human being. Um, and and I try to promote that with like in my social media posts, but not be like, you know, oh, you should do this, or should that. But I'm just saying, like, saying, hey, this is a you know, the healthy choices are good, and and uh, just for a healthy mind and spirit and all that. Just from my experience and, and what's made me, I think you know, uh, um, more centered and and just more together as a as a human being. You know, it's just like. Um, getting my shit together, getting, you know, my fitness together, getting, you know, everything I eat, finding the right foods, finding what it's just, it's a journey. And I think that um, we're all different. We're all individuals, but um, yeah, that really helped me through. So watch out for a crazy cooking show. (laughs) I think I'm going to call it like taste like rock and roll or something. That's a good one. Yeah. (laughs) with Throwing around some names or just cooking with O um i was crazy cooking show
0: i have no idea <laughs> So we'll figure it out <laughs> everybody keep an eye open for it because it is it isn't going yeah. soon that's good but like you said with food and, and with fitness because with you being on stage and the amount of energy that you expend on stage it must have been a tough year for you with all the you know the live gigs obviously have been cancelled across the world what's what's this crazy year been like for you
1: it's been crazy, yeah, definitely being like indoors and not like being able to go out as much and 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 play those shows. Like I would have, this whole year would have been booked up, mm-hmm. you know, because my album yeah is yeah out. my album's coming out on election week <laughs> during a pandemic, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, it's perfect timing, uh, you know. So yeah, and then I'm shooting a music video tomorrow, so it's uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. I'm not going to say that it's not crazy because it is, Um, but I'm finding um, a lot of peace with my friends and, you know, boyfriend, everyone like that that I sort of, you know, love and care about that surround me um, with that positivity. So,
0: Are you able to look forward to next year yet and maybe provisionally book in some shows for next year?
1: Yeah, there's just some shows that, I mean, it's been mentioned that early next year might be able to play, but I'm not sure. I don't know yet. Right. I don't know until until people say it's 100 percent good. I'm not announcing anything, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're always welcome over here in the UK. Our our uh, local venue, oh. the Tivoli, where all the rock bands have been. I say these in all the shows. I've been going there since the 80s and seen all sorts of you know really great rock bands there. If you want to come to North Wales and and play there, you'd be more than welcome. You'd be uh, you'd have a great reception. I'm down. There. There you go. I'm down, yeah. (laughs) As
1: soon as it's safe to get on a plane and buy that, you know, and everything's good, I'm down.
0: Absolutely. What's your favourite part about touring live too?
1: Uh, Routine. You know, I'm very much about that sometimes. Um, I find comfort in that. Mm -hmm. It's a weird thing, the way I'm programmed. Um, I guess it comes from, like, just being so, like, obsessed with, guitars and I've become quite obsessed with things. That's my personality. I've an addictive personality. So, you know, if I find something I like, I'm, it just escalates. It goes, okay, that's, I love this. And then, then everything's that for, for a minute. You know what I mean about that. <laughs> and it depends. It, it changes all the time. It could be something I'm into a music. I'm into, uh, you know, whatever, um, guitar, I'm into guitars, I'm into or di- different things. Um, yeah. So I just, um, I don't even know. I'm just that kind of personality, I
0: guess. <laughs> I've got to ask as well because I can see another beautiful guitar behind you uh, for the guitar nuts out here. Could you just show that that guitar there? Because that looks Oh, this one here. Yeah. This is my
1: main um, PRS, mm-hmm. my model that I created with Paul.
0: Oh, yeah, that's it. I just, I just biffed my
1: Gibson with it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this has got my symbol on it. And these ones are actually made to order. These ones here. So you can get um, these PRSs. They're amazing my favorite one actually um, and uh, yeah that was created a couple of years ago with Paul and I and I went to the factory not too long ago and created another PRS which will be coming out in 2022 oh wow but um doing a really cool thing with Ray Smith guitar shortly for everybody so stay tuned for that so I'm excited
0: that's really good to hear that you are so busy with everything <laughs> you see with everything you've got going on it's not it's not just a new album coming out you've got so much happening at the moment
1: there's a lot going on, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, yeah, and and lots of stuff I can't speak, speak about right now either. So, you know, um, and yeah, I mean, when people follow me on Instagram, I'm always like hinting towards different things I'm doing. But, um, yeah, I'm just trying to find also peace during this time as well, um, which is really important.
0: Yeah, it is definitely. I was going to say as well, what is the best way for people to keep keep abreast of what you're doing? Is it Instagram, Twitter? Uh,
1: Instagram. Go on to the uh, on Instagram because that's all my crazy postings and <laughs> just weird shit, really. <laughs> and I promote my album on there too. But for no like, it's just like, it's a colorful place. I like to keep it not the norm. And everyone's like, Oh, you should post this way, post this way. And I'm going, you know what? No, I'm, I'm like, I think it should reflect my personality yeah, somewhat. It's a bit all over, over the place. So um, it's a colorful area. So go to I am Orianti, just follow me on there and, and uh, some weird shit and
0: good food and you know good guitars and stuff like that guitars weird shit and good food i mean what else do people want on instagram <laughs> it covers everything everybody right? needs I know. <laughs> well i say the yeah, new album
1: it's an interesting thing yeah social media world it is right
0: yeah i know i mean going back to you know 70s and 80s when i was growing up and listening to music if uh, just the thought of the bands that I was into being able to interact with them and do things like this would be, it'd be like from science fiction movie. And it's so good today that, you know, you, you feel closer to the bands or, you know, if you're into movies, the actors and all of this. So there is a positive side to it, obviously a negative too, but it's good. It must be good for you as well, because then you, you've got that direct link to all of your fans as well.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a wonderful thing. And um, that's the cool thing about social media. I mean, I think music is undervalued incredibly. That's one thing I think that hopefully will change because it's like you, know, you don't go into a, a store and just like start eating cakes and not paying for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I sort of feel like you know it's like they cost, and you know people, you know it's like people sort of think, oh, music's not being an artist isn't a real job. Well, it is, and yeah. it costs a lot of money to be an artist too because you got to pay your band, you got to pay engineers, you got to pay yeah. the studio, you got to pay m- mastering. So, and then people get it for free and they're like, when's the next, thing's, when's the next thing coming out? And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> that costs like thousands of dollars. Yeah. And um, you end up spending a lot more than you you make these days, it's just from my experience anyway as an artist um, lately. So I hope things change with that. And I yeah, think COVID sense. has definitely shone a very bright light on how bad the music industry is too. Mm-hmm. And, and what, a, you know what I mean? The fact yeah. that we can't tour. it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're starting out or you're a multi-million dollar band, mm. right? That needs to make a certain amount of money every year, yeah. right? So I think this is really shining a light on how music is severely undervalued too during these times. Because we need it. Yeah. We need entertainment to get oh, through yeah. this. Yet we don't pay for it. Yeah. So, you know, what I do, I, I pay for all albums. Like, mm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just one of those people because... Um, I know what goes into it, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, how I see people's attitudes too, towards it too. They just think it's like floating in the air, <laughs> you know, up <laughs> for grabs, you know, Oh, it um, is. it's crazy.
0: Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, we're in a privileged position. We get sent digital copies, you know, review copies of, of loads and loads of albums, but I still buy the albums. I still want a physical album there. And especially that's why I was so pleased to see your new album on vinyl Vinyl's my favorite. Oh, yes, so I'm,
1: I'm very pleased that this came. And, you know, actually, it's not open, but it's really cool the way they've done this, too, because when you open it up, it has like a galaxy inside it. Oh. And the artwork is really cool. So, yeah, I was really happy with the way they put it together. Yeah.
0: So, that's part of the whole experience. It's done
1: very good, and I'm very happy. Good. About.
0: Well, thank you for giving me your time tonight. Like I said, I can't wait for everybody to buy your album in a couple of days as we record. Like you said, it's in the, it's in the middle of a pandemic. It's in the middle of a huge election over in, in America. Just ignore those for now. Buy your album. Forget them. Sit back. Relax. Turn it up. And then the day's good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yep. Um, I mean, you know, I try to shut out what's going on. But obviously when you have to go shoot music videos and do stuff like that, you're mm-hmm. always going to be really cautious and,
2: yeah. you know, yeah.
1: so. I like to stay in the house and kind of like not deal with that. But obviously I have to like, yeah. yeah. But after this next video, honestly, I'm taking a bit of a, not a break, but I'm kind of going to take a bit of time after the, all this, because it's been such a, a push with everything in a time of crazy. So yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, have a great time recording the video tomorrow. I can't wait for it to go online. We'll share it. Everybody can watch it. Of course, everybody listening to this, buy the album. Great album. Uh, and like you said, support musicians, especially during this, you know, crazy time that we're in. It's, it's bad at the best of times with musicians, you know, the times out and what they were with sales. Like, again, like you said, the live gigs have been taken away. Any way that you can support musicians by buying the music and even tell your friends about it to just, you know, share and let everybody know what's going on. Everybody does it's that. So just
1: it's so important. And I cannot stress enough how important it is, whether it be you're, you're an artist who paints paintings or whatever it is or, you know, an actor or anything in the entertainment field. I think that it's just like, yeah, it's like being a musician. It, if you can support the bands that you love, buy their album, mm-hmm. you know, just, just spend that money because that's what I do. You yeah. know, I never – uh, just go onto free platforms about like that. Listen to stuff without like, if I dig something, you know, yeah. um, it's
0: important. Yeah, it is. Well, for the sake of the edit, we shall say goodbye. Uh, I have my fingers crossed that you do get across to the UK and especially here to Northern. Oh,
1: I'll be there. I'll be there. Believe me, as soon as things are back to uh, where the world's safe again, I will, I'll be on that plane to see right. you guys right. again.
0: We look forward to so seeing thank you. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. That's all right. And uh, hopefully we get to talk again. All right. Thanks, Ari. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you. See you later. And the alarm bell, as always, brings to an end another interview show. That's three interview shows from Frontiers Music recently. Hopefully you've listened to all of them. Jeff Scott Soto, Eric Martinson, and now Orianthe. Lots more still to come. Some more soundcheck interviews still to come. Not from Frontiers, but from some other great labels. Some more great music for you as well. There is one that I'm going to release at the end of this month. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You will just have to uh, keep listening. I've also got another interview show coming up at the end of this month with Simon West, the director of Con Air and Expendables 2, to name just two of his films. This one's all about his latest movie, Skyfire. And of course, there are all of our usual shows. You know what they are. They're all listed on the website. Yes, the website, 60mw.co.uk. Have a visit there for everything that we do. News, reviews, podcasts, world tour, ways that you can leave us a review. So please have a visit there. Look in every day. There's a, uh, apart from a Sunday, I take a day off updating it on a Sunday. Apart from then, check in. There's something for you to read, have a listen to, have a look at. And so until the next show, let's finish this one off with Orianthi. And another song from a new album, Oh, this one's called Impulsive.